All right, let's go to Hotline and welcome to this show for the first time. He is uh, promoting the new movie Trainwreck, which opened with Amy Schumer. This is Judd Apatow. Judd, how are you, sir? I'm uh, happy to be with you. Well, I'm happier to be with you because I'm, I've stalked you, I think, for a year on Twitter. I made it my goal to tweet you every time I watched uh, uh, this, this is 40, 40, which has been like 50 times. It was way more than 50 because I, need, I felt like I needed to let you know every time I watched it that it was on. We discussed it earlier in the show today, and as a 43-year-old married guy, I think it may be the most perfect movie ever made. I, I think it captures a lot of uh, a lot of those moments. Some people love it. They go, oh my gosh, it's like you put a camera in my house, and other people watch it, and they're terrified. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I find it funny. <laughs> it, it's extremely funny. Here's the thing. you you What a great idea to pull those characters out of the other movie. And follow through with their with their lives. They're, they're, uh, your wife and, and Paul Rudd together are great. And your kids are fantastic. And then you add in uh, Albert Brooks. And that whole, that whole goddamn movie is just from beginning to end a fantastic representation of what it's really like to be that age and, and be married. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm really proud of it. You know, it's funny as you make these movies and you never know which ones are going to resonate with people. And it seems like that's why I let people... You'll talk about it all the time. I, I'm always debating whether I should make another one. Like, lately, I've been like, should I make a sequel to Knocked Up and tell everyone where Seth and Catherine are? Only... And also show what happens to Paul and Leslie. Only if you do it the real, the realistic way. There's no way she stayed with him. In fact, <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure she ended up with a restraining order against him, and he's not allowed to see the kid. I mean, that's the reality of how he that might, would go. He might be in the penitentiary. He could be in jail. <laughs> yeah. yeah, something along those lines. Uh, we're talking to Judd Apatow, who's got the movie Trainwreck out with Amy Schumer and Bill Hader and weird LeBron James. Now, can I tell you my theory about that before you tell me how he got in the movie? Bill Walton wasn't available. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I believe that Adam Sandler is the, is the biggest genius in Hollywood. He marries a beautiful girl. And anybody married to a beautiful woman knows that you still secretly want to make out with other beautiful women right. while you're married. So Adam just keeps casting the hottest chicks in Hollywood Selma to play his wife. Yeah. yeah. So that he can make out with them and it's legal. It's in the movies. And in your case, you're like, I, I'm going to just put LeBron James in a movie. I don't know if we'd necessarily be friends, but now I ha he has to be my friend for a couple of weeks. Close? Well, I have his email. I, until he changes it, I can uh, email him. That's always the funniest thing when you're like... Let's email LeBron and see if he answers. <laughs> uh, How does that come about? Seriously. Well, he's he's such a good guy. He hosted Saturday Night Live, and Amy put his name in the script. I think because it was literally the only basketball star she'd ever heard of. <laughs> and none of us thought that uh, you know he was going to do it. You know, it just seemed like okay, you'll just start at the top, and then next thing you know, it's Metal Arc Lemon or something. <laughs> and, and then he he said yes, and he really got the joke. He was very very funny and fun to hang out with. I could you never know if these guys are going to even care about the movie. Are they going to are they going to take it seriously? Are they actors? Or is this just some goof? But he he approached it like he was Seth Rogen. He he, he came and showed up like he was a comic and uh, and rocked it really hard. It was a shock. Oh, uh, see that I think that's great. I'm, we're watching clips of the movie while we're talking. What about uh? What about Cena? Cena happens to be, he lives about three miles from me, and uh, I see him around town all the time. He's been on the show, and now I'm watching him bang Amy Schumer on the, on the, on the TV. Oh, he's so funny. You know, I didn't know his, his uh, wrestling work that well, because I haven't followed wrestling since the, the glory days of Bruno San Martino. But 
I saw a tape of him reading for the movie, and I just thought, that guy is hysterical. Who is that guy? And they said, oh, he's the world wrestling champion. And uh, then he came and he read at a table read, and he was funnier than everybody in the movie. Yeah, he's... Very charismatic, very very nice guy. He's got the worst wrestling gimmick. He, you know, when you when you start in wrestling and you have something and it goes over, you have to keep it forever. So he's stuck wearing jean shorts and a, and a baseball hat for the rest of his career. Yeah, yeah it's it's pretty miserable. Uh, train wreck opened. I'm sure train wreck o- uh, opened up, and uh, it. Uh, I have not seen anybody say anything bad about it, even on Facebook, where everybody goes to crap on things. People uh, people love the movie, but yet. Uh, everybody loves to to now uh, crap on Amy Schumer. Now she's she's too fat. She's not pretty. No, nobody will ever be happy. Well, I always feel like on any subject with any person, there's like a one percent creep who uh, is on Twitter or Facebook saying mean things. But really, everyone likes that person. Like, you could look up Tom Hanks on an IMD message board, and someone's talking about what a jerk he is. Yeah, right. I mean, it, 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 so I, I don't actually think it doesn't really represent what the audience is thinking. I think that the nasty people are just loud and bored. I, I call it the Snooky effect. Remember Snooky from Jersey Shore? I got nothing against Snooky. Yeah. If anything, she's a goddamn genius. A little fat girl, a little fat Italian girl made him a millionaire. millionaire yeah, yeah, but I would just tweet horrible things at her every day just because... I, I, I guess it's a little bit of jealousy, just the opportunity to, to I don't know, it's a, it's the a snooky effect. That's just the way it goes. I love Amy, uh, but I feel now that we will never be able to get her on the show again, especially after the movie. I think, you know, I think you're completely wrong. I think the great thing about Amy is that she she loves touring, she loves doing stand-up, but I think she's the one person that, uh, that will come back. Or at least Colin Quinn will come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can get Colin anytime. Hey, uh, we were talking about you right when you opened the show today, and uh, we talked about that you did work on the on the Larry Sanders show, maybe one of the greatest shows of all time. And uh, and then Gary Shanley is he as weird as you expect him to be? Well, he's a genius. I mean, he really is a, a brilliant man, and it was very fun to work on that show. But his standards were just so high. Yeah. And, uh, but now when you look at the show, it was just, it was all, it was all worth it. He's always been very nice to me. He's really been a mentor to me, taught me how to write. And every time I have a movie, he'll read it and give me notes. And he comes up with amazing things in all the movies. When we did The 40-Year-Old Virgin, I kept saying to him, what do you do about masturbation, Gary? I mean, don't I have to talk about whether or not the virgin masturbates? Right. And Gary said, well, why don't you just show him prepared to masturbate? <laughs> <laughs> a sequence of him brushing his hair and putting on a nice bathrobe. And, and uh, he's done that on every movie. He's, he's great, but the only thing is, it's like he had all this great success, and then now you barely see him. And I figured, so I said, well, I'm sure he's probably worth hundreds of millions of dollars and just comes out when he wants to come out. And then we looked, and it said... According to the internet, which we know is always correct, it said he's worth about twenty million dollars, and had you pegged close to a hundred million. Well, I wish all of that was accurate information. I both wish I had that much money, and I wish Gary had less money than me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I uh, go see Trainwreck. I guarantee you, uh, Schumer's great, Bill Hader's great, and you get to see LeBron James and John Cena acting. Do you have, uh, now that you're, like, super successful, do you have something that you always wanted to work on that you're like, all right, I could do this now, either a remake or a project that you never thought would get greenlit before that you could do now because of who you are? Uh, that's a very good question. I don't, I don't, uh, 
Although every once in a while, I think uh, you know, it would be fun to do something really, really low-budget and weird. Um, and that's the, the thing. You're always trying to figure out how commercial to be and how experimental to be. So now that this is a success, I, I probably should do something that's just really bizarre that no one will like. Uh, <laughs> Judd Apatow's slasher film. Yeah. Can I, can I plant the seed in your head real quick? Uh, you ever right, see right. The, the Dom DeLuise movie Fatso back from the 70s? Yes. A great movie. Dan Bancroft directed that. Yes. Robert Kelly in Fatso. I'm telling you right now, just let just let that marinate in your brilliant head, and I'll see it hopefully in the next seven years. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Trainwreck <laughs> is out right now. Uh, Fatso will be his next project. This is Judd Apatow. Thank you. It's a pleasure to talk to you, and thank you for making uh, This is 40. Great movie. All right. Thank you so much. All right, pal. Take it easy. There you go. Oh, I like that. I finally got to speak to him.